Results Radio Podcast. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record... Hey, how are you? Carm Capriato here, and in just a minute, Scott Wheeler explains the power of communication in every relationship, but most importantly at the service counter, where the difference is made with your customer. Hey, I don't need to tell you that owning and operating a modern repair shop is hard work. However, savvy shop owners use vehicle inspections to find additional work on a customer's vehicle that the owner may not know is needed. Call them early adopters. Now, the most successful inspect every car every time. FlexCheck Auto takes the power of that inspection and puts it in the palm of your hand. Get on board. Try it for free for 30 days. Go to FlexCheckAuto.com to learn more. Hey, find the talking points for this For the Record Opine at RemarkableResults.biz slash F037. And you know the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media LLC. Now, Scott Wheeler from Automotive Consulting Group reminds you of the importance, and we need to hear this over and over again, it seems, that asking the right questions and using active listening skills will have a big difference in building your business and your relationship with your customer. He tells you how important playback is. Good afternoon. Welcome, everybody. This is Scott Wheeler for The Record. Today, we're going to talk about one of my pet peeves, which I'm sure all of you have dealt with, communication or lack thereof. In our industry, isn't communication paramount? What is the service advisor's role anyway? What is he really there for? Is he there to communicate? Or is he there to use active listening skills, active listening skills, and empathy in understanding the customer's concern? Why is that customer standing in front of them? Well, here we go with the communication. So the customer starts and says, my car is doing this, or my car is doing that. The service advisor, or as I call them, service consultant, should then begin asking questions to gain greater insight into what the customer's true concern is. Does this problem happen when the car is hot, when it's cold, when they're turning left, when they're turning right, after the car is warmed up? at highway speeds, and so on and so forth. So the service consultant's role is to use both active listening skills and empathy and the art of asking the proper questions. Now, every case is different. Every customer is different. Every service consultant is different. Therefore, the combination of those three elements mandates that the service consultant know first off what type of person he's communicating with. And I like DISC, D-I-S-C. And if you're not familiar with it, please Google it and look it up. It'll greatly help your service consultants to better understand the customer that's standing in front of them. So in a perfect world, customer states, blah, blah, blah. The service consultant, service writer, service advisor, 
then interprets that, and he should be using, again, the active listening and the empathy and helping the customer through the questioning process. Now, this, this looks great on paper, but in practical application, that's not always the case, is it? So what we have is the initial or front part of the communication process. The interpreter, the service writer, is supposed to interpret the customer's concern and then type that up into a repair order or possibly an estimate. The verbiage on the repair order had better be so clear that when the technician gets a hold of the repair order, he knows precisely how to duplicate the customer's concern. Does this ever happen? Of course it does. Successful shops do this every day. Does it happen consistently? Well, good question. From my experience, the answer is flat out no. There's a breakdown in communication somewhere along the way. It could be that the service rider failed to ask the necessary questions to get the communication clearly across from the customer that's got the concern to the technician who's going to look for the cause of the concern. Yes, I use the three C's. The customer concern, the cause of that concern, and then the recommended corrective action to fix the problem. There we go with the communication again. Let's say it's something simple like a check engine light. Ah, but not so simple, is it, folks? Nope. Customer says my car does this and this and this at these speeds, and then all of a sudden the light comes on. The service consultant had better be adept at learning to ask the right questions at the right time to gain the right information to turn that back over to the technician who's then going to go out and hopefully quickly duplicate the customer's concerns. Technician looks at the ticket, looks at the car, test drives the car, and hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> he's able to duplicate the concern the first time. Ah, we scanned the car. It's got a PO whatever code in it for, let's say, catalytic converter efficiency. The recommended repair is possibly a pair of catalytic converters. Well, last one I looked at was about 1800 bucks. That's a tough pill for the customer to swallow. You mean to tell me, Mr. Shop Owner, that check engine light is going to cost me $1,800 to turn out? I use a program called virtualvehicle.com, which can clearly demonstrate it's a communication tool. It's animated. It's killer. If you've never heard of it, virtualvehiclemd.com. Check it out. It's worthwhile. This is a tool that I require all of my clients and service advisors to use to help explain the catalytic converter problem. Why is this a problem? How should the car act normally? When is it not normal? And so on. So there are tools out there, people, that can help you to better communicate. 
One of the things that I like to tell people is that after, after the consultant has actively used his listening skills, he should then play that back almost word for word back to the customer. Ms. Johnson, if I understand you correctly, you're having this problem only at speeds between 30 and 40 miles an hour after the car has had a chance to warm up. Is that correct? No, 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 no. I said between 50 and 60 miles an hour. Why is that little detail so important? Because the technician at a labor rate of 105 an hour, that's a buck 75 a minute. Well, if he's going to go out there and drive it at highway speeds, that may not be when the fault occurs. Folks, there are tools out there. The mouth and the ears are two of the best ones. I generally recommend the ears because guess what? You've got two of those and only one mouth. That means you should double up on your listening and learn to shut your mouth more often until the time is appropriate. I'm Scott Wheeler, president of Automotive Consultants Group, Inc. That's for the record. for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Find all Remarkable Results podcast content at remarkableresults.biz. Remember, your learning curve never sounded so good.